Welcome back, friends and family, to another episode of the podcast. First, some good news. Our good news organization this week is Waypoint Services in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, highlighting another more local organization. I was looking through some nonprofit organizations that exist here in Iowa and in Minnesota in my area. And I really like what Waypoint Services does. They have a rich 125-year history in Cedar Rapids, working with, I think, communities in seven different counties, I believe, in that area. But they focus a lot on providing services for people who are victims of domestic violence. They also provide housing services for people who are who have housing insecurity. They provide childcare services, and they even have a survivor's program for people who have family members who have died due to homicide, vehicular homicide. It looks like those survivor programs also serve people who've been affected by things like kidnappings and other traumatic experiences like that. They serve over 7,500 people annually in those counties around Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And I'm, I'm always so glad organizations like Waypoint Services exist. And I'm also always sad that they have to exist. That we need services for things like domestic violence and housing insecurity. And we do. We need services like that and we need many more services. We need services addressing people's mental health issues and addressing a lot of the social, emotional things and insecurities that feed things like domestic violence. There's not enough resources to help in those areas. But I'm grateful for organizations like Waypoint Services. Anything where where someone is being hurt, where someone is being taken advantage of, I, I really, I struggled to wrap my mind around those things. It It's something that just, it saddens me. And it, my heart goes out to anyone who is dealing with those situations, who has dealt with those situations. And I hope those people or anyone listening to this who is struggling reaches out and has services available like Waypoint. Check out the services they provide. Contact them if needed. You can find them at waypointservices.com. 
waypointpodcast.org. So thank you to everyone at Waypoint for the work you do. This is Family Time 84. We're back to the top of the order with our social-emotional learning competencies, so we're focusing on self-awareness again. This time, we're focusing on our strengths. It's so important to have an accurate self-perception, and that can be harder than it seems. It's easy for us to get down on ourselves, to think we're bad at certain things, to feel insecure about certain aspects of ourselves. On the flip side, sometimes we see people who appear to be overly confident about things that maybe we think they shouldn't be that confident about. Although I would argue people who In my experience, people who are generally boastful, who talk about themselves a lot and the things they've accomplished, there's usually some insecurity there. Some insecurity they're trying to cover up, they're trying to manage. I don't fault anyone for that, for trying to find ways to manage their own insecurities. But I think that's even where that boastful nature, that arrogance sometimes comes from. So it can be hard to have an accurate self-perception, to, to really be aware of the things that, that we're genu- genuinely good at while being aware of areas where we could use some work. That can be hard. It can be hard to step outside of ourselves and take an objective look at our own lives because we're in it. We're, we're in the middle of it. We're sometimes too close to it. But what I want us focusing on this week is, is just our strengths. I want this to be a very positive activity. Think about the things you're good at. And I'm here to tell you, everyone has strengths. Everyone has something to offer. Even if you don't feel like you do, I assure you, you have something to offer. And it's important for you to share those things. You might have the one thing someone else desperately needs. And you're the only one who can bring it to life. The thoughts and hopes and dreams that you hold, the skills you have, were given to you for a reason. And I believe that reason is for them to be brought to life. For them to be shared with others. And if we're going to share our strengths with other people, we need to be clear about what they are. A lot of times in school, a lot of times in life in general, we focus too much on the weaknesses. Focus too much on the areas that could use some improvement. 
There's nothing wrong with that. We should all take some time to reflect and decide which areas of our lives we'd like to improve. But a big part of success in any endeavor is doubling down on our strengths. Figuring out what we bring to the table. That's a great way to pick a career path. To pick a path in life. What are the things that inspire us, that light us on fire, that fill us with energy? What are the things that that we're actually good at, that we seem to have a knack for, that we gravitate toward, that we can offer? That's a great question to ask. What do I have to offer? What do I have to offer this situation? What do I have to offer this person? What do I have to offer this job? Figure out your strengths and feed those things. Improve your strengths. Take what you have and build upon it. That's the first thing I want us focusing on. We're going to do some things in class to help us identify our strengths. But I, I want every student in my classes to leave my room believing they have value, believing they're good at something, believing they have something to offer other people. after we focus on the strengths we do have, I do want us to spend a little bit of time thinking about what strengths we want to build upon. And I don't want to come at it from the angle of, I'm really bad at this thing. This is a real weakness of mine. Those are things we can address. But I want you to think of, okay, what, what is a strength I have that I would like to be even stronger? that I would like to utilize and develop to help me achieve whatever it is I want to achieve. So that's it. This week, give yourself a little credit. Take a little time to consider and focus on your strengths. Much love. My blog post this week is called Caterpillars. It came from kind of a silly idea. I was thinking about caterpillars going through their process of metamorphosis and transitioning into butterflies. And I thought, I wonder if the caterpillar is afraid when he starts to build his chrysalis. I wonder if the caterpillar has any inkling of what's really going on. I recognize that a caterpillar probably doesn't have the higher order reasoning to be afraid of things or think about things the way we do. But I was looking at the experience of a caterpillar from a person's perspective, from my own perspective. I very much like to try to empathize with really as much as I can. I like to try to empathize with people 
But I also like to try to empathize with animals and situations if those things could be personified, if they had human thoughts and feelings and emotions. So I thought of the caterpillar. And that has to be a pretty weird experience. If I, if I had the same, the same behavior as a caterpillar, if I was walking down the street one day and was suddenly struck by an overwhelming urge to build a little domicile around myself, to close myself off from everything else, not knowing why, and then all of a sudden while I'm in this little thing, I start changing. My body totally changes. I grow wings. That's got to be weird. It's got to be uncomfortable. I imagine it's painful. When a butterfly comes out, it doesn't look much like a caterpillar anymore. To totally change in that way, I would think, would be painful. Then they burst out of the, the chrysalis, slowly wiggle themselves free. <laughs> it's got to be a little uncomfortable too. And then, then there's this unknown of, now I have wings, can I, can I fly? There's so much unknown there. So I thought of it from human perspectives. But I think that metamorphosis process is very relatable to human change. Change is scary, often. Real change is painful. We change through challenges and through hardship. That's how we learn and grow and adapt. We adapt to pressure. And like the caterpillar, we have things inside us that tell us who we really want to be, what we really want to do, what changes we'd like to see in ourselves and in our lives. And we need to listen to them. If we ever want to change, if we ever want to be like the caterpillar and emerge some new, beautiful version of ourselves that can soar higher than we ever previously imagined, we have to listen to our instincts a little bit. And like the caterpillar, sometimes we might have to close ourselves off from everything else for a little while to build our own little chrysalis and focus on ourselves, to shut ourselves off from the pressures and the criticisms and the concerns that have kept us from pursuing the version of ourselves we'd like to be. Then, we can start changing. And we have to recognize that change is going to be uncomfortable. That it's going to hurt. 
But that's part of the process. And when we're ready, we'll break free of our previous confines. We might find that we no longer fit into the existence we've known. We have to be okay with being uncomfortable. And then we can break free. And then we can probably... Then, then we give ourselves at least the opportunity to fly. And I would have to imagine, again, if caterpillars were like people, that the first caterpillar who decided, I'm going to build this chrysalis, and I'm going to come out something new, that I'm going to fly. I imagine the first caterpillar who thought he could fly received a lot of criticism from the other, other caterpillars. That happens so much in our lives. That if we think we can fly, that if we think we can do something that hasn't been done before, other people will criticize, they will judge. They'll try to hold us back. They'll do that because they're afraid. They're afraid of losing us. They're afraid of being proven wrong. Maybe deep down inside, they know they'll never fly. That maybe they don't have the courage to chase their own dreams and they don't want to risk losing us to our dreams. We just have to know that's okay. We have to be a little bit more like the caterpillar. To listen to our instincts and close ourselves off when needed. To focus on the change we want. To go through the pain and hardship and come out the other side ready to fly. This week's episode of the podcast is brought to you by the pudding that sticks to the foil lid on the pudding cup. I always really loved that when I was a kid. First, I have consumed a lot of pudding in my life. I grew up right next to a craft. A General Foods was the name of the, the plant. Kraft was the parent company. A craft General Foods factory that produced... Pudding and Jello, and I think other stuff, but pudding and Jello, what was really kicking out of that factory, and it was right by my house. It was my house, one other house on the end of the block, the street that met intersected ours, and on that street was this big plant, this big factory, if you'd call it a Jello factory. Pudding factory. We kind of called it a jello factory. But that was right by my house. And several of my relatives worked at the jello pudding factory. So we got a lot of jello, a lot of pudding. I was never as big on the jello as I was on the pudding. Jello's okay. 
But pudding was pretty great, and I liked peeling off that little foil top of the pudding cup, and that little bit of pudding would be on the top, and then licking that off. And if you didn't have a spoon handy, you could fold that little foil top, and then use that as a makeshift spoon to eat the rest of the cup of pudding. But I just like celebrating those those little pleasures. The licking of the foil was kind of the great first little taste of the pudding cup. It reminds me of mixing a glass of chocolate milk and then taking the first several sips sometimes with my spoon. There was just something about that. The chocolate milk, one little spoonful at a time. So that's it. Just celebrating the little things like the pudding on the lid of the pudding cup. Now, from me to you. We highlighted Waypoint Services out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa, that does a lot of work for people who have, who have been the victims of domestic violence. They also provide housing services, child care services, survivor programs. If you're someone who's struggling, if you're someone who could use support, if you're in that area, please contact Waypoint Services. If you're in a different area, please reach out to someone. There are services available. There's not enough. We could always use more. But reach out and get whatever help you need. For family time this week, we're talking about our strengths. It's good to focus on your strengths. We want to be humble. We don't want to be boisterous and arrogant. But it's okay. It is right and good to recognize our strengths and to feed those strengths. To double down on them. To believe in them. It's important that we build that self-efficacy and that belief that we have value and we have something to offer and we can learn and grow in our strengths. Identify the strengths you have and think about how you can build and grow those strengths to take you where you want to go. We talked about caterpillars this week. Whether or not they're afraid when they start their metamorphosis or really how we can sometimes be afraid of change. Because we know it's hard. We know it can hurt. And sometimes we have doubts. Other people can feed our doubts. We just need to be a little bit more like the caterpillar to listen to ourselves Pay attention to ourselves. Spend some time changing, going through that difficult process and understanding that's the only way to fly. Have a great week. Thank you so much for joining me as always. Please, if you're ever interested, 
reach out and contact me for anything. Stuff we can talk about on the show, things you'd like to see us cover for our social emotional learning, highlight an organization or a person doing fantastic work. I would love that. Would love to hear from anyone. You can email me at LukeNielsenMedia at gmail.com. It's Luke Nielsen Media on pretty much all the socials. You can go to LukeNielsen.com is the website. You can also fill out the contact sheet there. And remember, Nielsen is N-I-E-L-S-E-N, I before E, especially in Nielsen. And it's S-E-N at the end there. But feel free to reach out. I appreciate you spending some of your time with me. Have a great week. Until next time, love yourself, love each other, love the fight. Mm -hmm.